0: another episode of the Get At It Gaming Podcast, your weekly source for everything that's geeky and nerdy in in the wonderful world. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Ben. I'm Alex. And we got another great show for you guys today. Going to talk about the new Kirby game that was just announced randomly out of the blue. Um, Switch. uh, People that are signed up for the extras, you know, online Nintendo are going to get. Uh, Pokemon Puzzle League. Also, we should probably talk a little bit about GameStop Layoffs because, you know, why not? Why not? Uh, If you didn't know, and we were just here for the first time, we are a weekly geeky, nerdy podcast. We talk everything about movies and anime and mostly video games, but we do talk about everything else. Uh, We have an episode that comes out every Wednesday, 8 a.m., and then on Friday... um, Is it around 10 a.m.? 10. Around 10 a.m., we have the actual video version, so you could watch that as well. Uh, Check us out on Facebook and Twitter, but as we're talking about all this and getting into it, we have a little thing called What We're Playing Hidden Treasures. Um, I've got a couple things today, so I'm going to let Alex go first, as usual. Alex, what are you playing? What uh, hidden treasures do you have today?
1: You ever notice when whoever's the host, we just call on the other person, like we always do that. Like yeah. I never really like put that together, but <laughs> like yeah, it's just like when I, whenever I'm the host, I'm like, all right, Ben, what, what you got? Um, but Spencer always called on me back in the back in the old days. Back like in the old days. Um, but uh, anyway, uh, what I've been playing, I beat hack. I'm finally done with IMOQ uh, quarantine. I finished uh, the secret epilogue dungeon. I even got like a splash screen that said congratulations for beating the epilogue. And like then just like a credits essentially like secret credit thing. Um, Which I did watch most of that. But it got to be like really
0: late. And I'm like, man, I got to go to bed.
1: (laughs) Yeah, because I kept getting because the final dungeon was just like, hey, it's luck. Try, try not to die because you have to, there are a lot of uh, glitched out um, enemies and in order to uh, fight them, you have to data drain them, which is like your main ability. Um, but when you data drain stuff, then uh, your uh, meter, like you get more infected. And if you get super infected, uh, there's a chance that you'll just game over because you're just so infected you just die. Um, And that happened twice to me. (laughs) Um, But, uh, yeah, I ended up using the character who is level 99 and is super hacked with like 9999 health and MP and all that. Uh, So I ended up using that person um, as my character with me along with the required one. Um, But uh, once I did that, uh, I got through it. It just took two and a half hours, I feel, for just that alone. Um, It was 15 floors, and that's, like, the most I've ever seen in that game. That's insane. I mean, it really is. Yeah. Uh. And it's all luck, like I said. So, like, sometimes, like, you might be just fighting, like, um, a bunch of enemies that require you to hack them and so your meter goes up so you might die or sometimes you might just find enemies that like are just normal so if you just fight them normally then your meter goes down Um, my last playthrough part like I was just being really lucky and uh, I was able to uh, just uh, um, yeah it was I was just really lucky so um, I was just able to Just I don't know, somehow I just lucked it up. And I I I just got through the game. And that that's what it was. Uh it was just really shocking to me that like I never got in red. I I got like yellow or whatever. So like something happened there to where uh I, I did better that last time. And from everything I read it's just luck. So I, I lucked out big time. Um so yeah, I'm done with IMOQ. I still have a couple more episodes of the heck, Sign, The Watch, um, that are, once a, once a prequel to Sign, which is the anime, that's a prequel to the games, and then one's an epilogue, so it takes place after these games, um, so, yeah, I have those two, The Watch, but otherwise, yeah, I'm done with IMOQ, uh, next thing I'll probably do eventually is some GU, I'm playing GU on my Switch, um, but uh, I haven't touched it in a while. But uh, I'll probably touch that on streaming eventually. But right now, just doing doing other things. I don't want to get into an RPG like that for a while. Like, even though I said like yesterday, I was just like, oh, maybe I'll play Kingdom Hearts two on critical mode, because <laughs> um, that's easier and faster than me dot <clears throat> hack. Um, but anyway, yeah, that's all I really am playing. Um, the only thing that I really have as far as, like, a hidden trophy goes, if I can open this, jeez. Um, I got a package yesterday, I think, yesterday. I am a number one teammate by Clover. Look at that. Um, It is a mug for Hollow Live, uh, the VTuber stuff in japan and um yeah i have a little ame mug that changes colors when you put hot stuff in it or whatever nice so yeah that was i forget how much it was probably like 20 bucks or something but it was all the way from japan uh whenever vtubers and stuff like that whenever they have birthdays um and birthdays are kind of arbitrary like it's probably not their actual birthday um because everything's super secretive about them um, but uh whenever they have birthdays, they have birthday merch, and uh this is one of the first times where like the u s people actually had birthday merch that was worth it, so um, so yeah, that's why I got I got a new mug, so we'll see if I ever use it, but there are a lot of rules. it's like don't wash it or uh, don't don't wash the outside with hot water, don't do this, don't microwave it, don't put it in a dishwasher, don't look at it, don't put liquid in it basically <laughs> it's, I, uh, it's crazy i
0: had a, a, a star wars one where when the coffee or anything is hot goes in it it would uh you know the lightsaber would come on you know mm-hmm. it would like boo or whatever and i washed it in the dishwasher and i totally ruined it so yep. yeah don't wash you gotta hand wash it on lukewarm water is what you have to yeah get.
1: i have um i have a steven universe one as well but that's uh black and then yeah when you put it stuff on it and then it like gets a different color um i have a lot of mugs i just haven't used in a long time because the problem is is that they were all mugs that i had to yeah hand wash i, was, I wasn't about that life, so i kind of no. just like not use them for a
0: while uh, when my dishwasher broke we had a hand wash and with seven people living in my house it was awful it was honestly
1: awful. i feel like my dishwasher just doesn't work it makes everything really grimy and gross so i kind of just avoid it yeah, yeah, we
0: uh, I, I've been on through so many dishwashers, it, it's ridiculous. So,
1: mm-hmm.
0: well, that, um, that mug's pretty cool actually. Um, <laughs> uh, so I've got a couple like things here, some of them are like okay, that's pretty cool, but then I have like a really awesome thing, so we'll go through these first. So, I did get the uh, Capcom Fighting Collection uh, for PS4, uh, I played it for a little bit. It is nice, I think the, it looks really good mm-hmm. uh, And it really does Do well on the PS5 <clears throat> um, So I like it. it It's got I think the Dark Starker games are the big ones That you can either play American version Or Japanese version Which is even it has, more
1: um, It has puzzle fighters too, right?
0: Yep, it does okay, cool. Which is one that um, I've not played it very much But it is mm-hmm. a pretty fun game you know it's like yeah. tetris but they're fighting yeah uh the other thing because my kids ruined my disc is i got the uh kingdom hearts all in one package it basically is like kingdom hearts three and then the story so far that's all it really is with the cool slip sleeve um but here's the cool thing i got um i now am the owner of an atari jaguar um I showed this to the group of guys that we kind of had talked to a lot, uh, the Rad Lads. And uh, everyone was kind of like, how in the hell did you get that? So I now own two Jaguars. Um, One works. This one does not work. It doesn't even turn on. Um, Crazy thing is, so my brother-in-law was here during Fourth of July. We were talking. I said, you know the one that got away? Atari Jaguar. I had it. um, I had to sell it. And I really wish I didn't ever never sell it. He goes, well, I got one if you want it. And so his rule was, is I can borrow these indefinitely. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: He said, just don't sell it. So I'm thinking if I like got one or two games, no, it does not. So here's a couple of the games. I got Alien versus Predator. Uh, this game, I will tell you, is super Expensive. I think it's like ultra vortex. Like it's a fighting game. I know that. Uh, I think it was Zach in our group was like, "You've got like some holy grail games." Um, yeah. There's about 15, 20 games in this box. Um, I don't know if it was you or Alex or it was Zach saying like a couple of those games are like thousand dollar games almost. Um, and Doom. This is just a couple. I've probably got 15, 20 more. There are two copies of a Kasami Ninja. There are two copies of something else. Uh, Even Zool 2, which is a really rare Jaguar game was in the box. Um, The one that works, I have hooked up. I cannot get it to work on my TV. But Mm -hmm. um, if anyone is listening and they know someone reliable to get this fixed, I think... This is a, this is a problem on the motherboard. Um, I would love to get this fixed to have two working Jaguars. Uh, this system to me was one I bought and I was like the coolest kid on the block because I had the rarest thing cause everyone had N64s. Um, and here's me rocking the Jaguar in their yeah. mediocre library. Um, but I would love to get these both working. So yeah. That was my big thing. I I in my lifetime I've never received anything that's worth so much money. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, even my NES stuff. I've never inherited any of that. But um my brother was like, hey, you know, maybe my brother wants to play him, but I doubt it because they've been in our basement. And I said, What else do you guys have in your basement, Alex? And <laughs> he goes, Oh, we got like Three N64 consoles. We got a bunch of N64 games, some GameCube stuff. They're just in boxes in the basement. Are we gonna go on a trip and buy things? Oh, he will never sell it. He they they are he is not a collector so much, but he is like, I don't sell this stuff. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, you know, he just is like, no, I'm not I'm not gonna sell it. Because I did ask about the N64, I'm like. What else do you have? He says he has like three different Zeldas for sixty four. Um, hmm. Yeah, so, but he's like, ah, oh, no, we would never sell it. So he goes, if I ever do, I'll come talk to you, which most likely means no, he's never selling any of it. And yeah. they have like three different colors of it, sixty four.
1: So probably like green and like regular, and then like probably like blue. Well he said he got one from Toys R Us specifically for that. So I'm wondering. It's a if gold just, one.
0: Yeah. It you know, so I don't even know what that goes for. Is it a lot? Uh
1: I'm not sure anymore, just because if it has a box maybe, but like um because a lot of N sixty four consoles are now just modded to play like other things. Yeah. Um people just take the Japanese ones instead yeah so i'm really not
0: sure but this was a really cool thing that i got um i remember when i got it i was like texting this to our guy group that we have and i was like shaking because i was like this is not something you see every day it's not a especially seeing two consoles like this in a box yeah crazy and then i took a picture of all the games and like i know you guys were like this is what's worth this or this is worth all of this you know um, my guess is I probably have three thousand dollars just sitting there that was just given. I'm just probably. never allowed to sell it. He said that never sell it, so yeah, uh, which I wouldn't. This is kind of a rare rare find so so yeah, let's move on to our first topic um here, so we're gonna talk about uh Kirby Dream buffet, um, yeah, so this one just kind of showed up out of nowhere. And it was a um, thing that Nintendo talked about today. They showed a trailer today. It literally does look like Fall Guys, but with Kirby. You know?
1: Yeah, it it really does. And uh, I'm allergic to strawberries, but, like, uh, apparently the goal is to just uh, eat a bunch of strawberries and um, get really big. And then the biggest one wins. And so there's... Uh, there's like the obstacle course there's like uh mini games where you're fighting each other um like there's a lot of different things here um that you can you can do um so I'm interested to see the price if there is a price i guess yeah um I mean this is not gonna be a sixty dollar game i, I
0: I, I wanna seem to I wanna think in my mind this will not be sixty dollars
1: if they sell it. I'm thinking this Yeah, because it could just be a Nintendo Switch online game. That's what I'm thinking it's gonna or be plus or the expansion one.
0: That's what I'm thinking. It's gonna be like a free one like um the Tetris one and then the Mario yeah. one. I'm thinking this is gonna be a free to play. But my other thing is is <clears throat> I'm wondering, is it is it Kirby's like anniversary?
1: Coming up, it's his thirtieth.
0: Exactly,
1: and so and that's why the other game came out earlier. I'm wonder. Year. I'm wondering because there's a lot of rumors going around
0: that in August they're going to do another um, one of their little Nintendo ports they do online. They're going to be mm-hmm. talking about games that are coming out for holiday, mm-hmm. um, and so I'm wondering if they're going to do like an anniversary edition with a bunch of Kirby games on it, or they do a game and watch. With Kirby, I mean, we obviously know that you can run NES on that and
1: Game Boy on that. The little systems they make. Um, which- yeah, who who knows? Honestly, like uh, for Kirby's twentieth anniversary, we had the Kirby for the Wii thing, and um, like I like that a lot. That's like one of the best anniversary things we ever got because that's when Kirby returned to Dreamland came out on Wii. Uh but then also we got um yeah, the Dream Collection and it came with all the Kirby games. Just pretty much like all the mainline Kirby games ever just on yeah. a Wii disc. Um in a perfect like museum setting and stuff. Like it reminded me a lot of um Rare Replay but with okay. Kirby. So, yeah, like I would hope we see something else, but I mean, we just got, uh, I haven't played anymore since I got mad at it and it started breaking my old Switch, but like, uh, we got Kirby in a Forgotten Land, we did. and like, that's a very good game from what I played, um, so having that plus this is probably enough for an anniversary, but who knows? Like, I mean, who, who I, really would knows?
0: Love, I would love to see another game and watch, um, <clears throat> I own the first two. The first one's great, but then the second one had a little bit more technology. I feel so like you had Zelda one, you had Zelda two, and then you had the Game Boy version as well. And I think you know with this they could do you know a couple Kirby games and including a Game Boy game and throw it on there. Um, you know it's been a while since we had a, we had last year we had Game of Watch. So I mean it's hard to tell, but I always feel like with these anniversaries they do they do a whole bunch of stuff. You know. Yeah. Um, the only other thing that I saw that was a complete rumor, uh, I put nothing to it, was that they were going to do another game of Watch, but with
1: Castlevania,
0: 1, 2, and 3 on it, which would be difficult to play. I don't think
1: they would ever do that, because that'd be Nintendo working with Konami, and like, Nintendo... Probably not gonna do anything special for them. No, and I mean they're I mean that was like a complete rumor,
0: but you know, this Mm -hmm. was this was kind of cool to come out with. Um so far, everyone has games coming out this holiday except for Xbox. So Yeah. Uh even Nintendo's got some really good third party stuff that's coming out this year. Uh they've not talked about their first party, so who knows what they're gonna come out with. Um so Mm -hmm. they may come out with something like, Hey, by the way, we have this coming out for holiday, which Nintendo does. Mm -hmm but this was nice today. I think this is like a start of we're in the middle of July. So I think people are already starting to think of, of Christmas and holiday. Yep. So, um, the other news was, is switch is, is, uh, the, the switch is going to get the N64 Pokemon puzzle league. I know this is a very big wish list item for people. Um, this game is like on on n sixty four. I feel like this is up there with some of the big ones of mm-hmm. one games that people really like. Um, they did it on Twitter, um, and yeah. they just posted a, a video, and they showed it. Um, the cool thing is, it comes out this week um, for expansion members.
1: So um, yeah, I mean, Pokemon Puzzle League is just uh, panel the pawn um, or. Um, Tetris attack um, but it's Pokemon anime oriented so like it has <laughs> it has all the original voice actors and stuff from the old anime from uh, in English I don't know if this right. game ever came out in Japan or if it did it might come out later because I feel like this game was made for a western audience yeah uh, I remember and I, I remember like
0: when we got this in at... um I remember when I was first started at Blockbuster, they were clearing a lot of this stuff out, and like the N sixty four stuff just sat there forever. And this is one of the games I'm like, I should just buy it. I never did, yeah. never did. Um, but I think again, this is Nintendo saying, hey, we got this going on there. Uh, God, I know we have, you know, things that we've talked about for like what we think are going to come off of the year and whatnot. I still think they're going to do Game Boy. I think they're going to try and do a big push. Um, I think they're going to do a big push. And I think they're going to be like, hey, we're going to add Game Boy as well. So Maybe. I, I, I have a feeling they're going to do it. I don't think they're going to do Game Boy Advance. I think they're going to do regular Game Boy. There's enough on there mm-hmm. that's first party that they could throw on there.
1: So there was also another thing that we're, we're not going to talk about, I guess. But people were throwing my way. Um, that uh, Nintendo Switch videos were taken down on YouTube, like trailers for Nintendo Switches uh, by Nintendo, like on their channels. And then people, the internet immediately was like, oh man, that means sw- the Switch Pro is coming out. Oh, this is going to be great. And then it was just an OLED uh Splatoon version. Um... It's coming here out soon. So, like, it's just different Joy-Cons, different designs on the back of it. It's the OLED, but it's Splatoon. Um, Which it is so, cool-looking,
0: I will say that.
1: It, it is, but it's what I expected. I didn't expect the Pro right now No, to be announced. Um Yeah, like, there's no way. At this point in the life cycle, they're going to release a brand new one. Um yeah, I think like the, the next generation I, and, and I think the OLED was like their next step up, you know? It was. I know there are rumors that um originally it was supposed to be more powerful because of the chip set the the chipset shortages, um they right. weren't able to upgrade all those OLEDs to that, so they just used what they had. Which, and I mean that's fair. Yeah, and I, I will tell you like
0: Watching my son play on his OLED, like so nice. it, it's it's crazy the difference. It's like a
1: brand new system. It is,
0: like we have a Gen One Switch, right?
1: Yeah. Me
0: playing on that versus my Animal Crossing Switch is a big difference.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: then going to the OLED, it just looks so much better. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I I feel like if they do announce it, if they do announce another console, it's going to not be a Pro. It's going to be a new console. And it's going to be one that's just going to be – it's going to be just like a Switch, just more powerful. It's going to have a couple of new features. Uh, I think when the Switch came out – I mean they're still selling on the Switches like crazy right now. Um, you know, if they were to drop this, the regular Switches, not the OLEDs, around the holidays, they would, send, they would sell a crap ton of Switches. They would. Um, you know, and I think – is it as powerful as a PS5? No. But, one, it's fun. They have a lot of good games. I think their yeah. online is, is is got a lot of good stuff. Um, But, yeah, people that are wanting to have a new Switch altogether that's more powerful like a pro, it's just not going to be in the
1: works. I don't think so. Anytime soon, um for sure. Because, so, like, I just bought the OLED, like, a couple weeks ago, and then this thing came out where people were like, oh, man, the pro's coming out. It's like, it better not, first yeah. of all. Because I just bought this thing. But also, like I don't think so. And sure enough, it's not. So this was about the time when they announced um, the OLED. So that's why. Well, and I feel also like um, my Gen 1 Switch worked really well. My
0: my Animal Crossing works even better than that one does. Um, (laughs) You know, for me, I probably won't buy an OLED. I know before I said I would. But I just want to wait to their new system, whatever it's going to be. So um, I think... I think whatever it's going to do, I think it's going to be able to play all of this. I think it's going to have this built Nintendo online community. They're just going to transfer it over, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I I feel at this point Nintendo knows what they're doing. I really, The only thing I miss is when Reggie fils was there, these announcements and stuff came better organized. You know, they came out a little bit better. Um, I don't understand what Doug Bowser's thought is on some of this stuff. Um, I would say, yeah,
1: a lot of stuff. Though I feel like the when it was more well organized was a lot of um, Iwata. Oh yeah, as well I agree because he worked really closely with Reggie and all that stuff. So Japan and America were very close together. Um, whereas now it seems like we are just getting the same stuff but there isn't really any personality to it. <clears throat> no. And and you won't see any sort of new Switch
0: until Breath of the Wild
1: comes out, the second one. And even then, it's probably just going to be an OLED with Breath of the Wild joy-cons. Yeah. And I think yeah. that's it for a little bit longer.
0: Now, I want to say in the next, not this year, but sometime in 2023, they'll announce a new Switch. Yeah, I really think they will. But... Um, we'll have to wait and see. I I think they're doing better on their announcements for the expansion plus. Mm -hmm. I feel like they're starting to get a couple announcements per month. Uh, Better better than PlayStation Plus right now because I endeavor, okay, so the the regular plus, I know they're going to, once a month, the first Tuesday of the month, we're going to get three titles, right? Yep. As for the other different parts of it, like I have the premium, I never know when stuff's coming out. And there's no new tab at all
1: um, on that. So you're just kind of like, eh. It's weird because, like, Game Pass has a new tab. Nope, they don't really have. They have, like, Featured,
0: which is, mm-hmm. I guess, new. But, like, yeah, that many games, I wouldn't notice if there was something brand spanking new unless somebody had said something. So mm-hmm. anyway, separate tangent. Separate tangent. Um so this the last story of the day we have to talk about. Um, uh, GameStop had layoffs; they fired their CFO and announced layoffs as a part of their aggressive turnaround plan. Um, I, you know, what makes me mad about this is they've been doing an aggressive plan for a while now. You know, it was a couple weeks ago we heard about. Um, a couple of stores that walked out because their DM was just unreasonable, mm-hmm. um, which is coming from higher up. I mean, I still blame the DM, but that all comes from higher up of yeah. really coming down on their employees. Um, yeah. This, uh, the, the story we're getting is from, was from CNBC. Um, what sucked was the CFO, uh, They literally hired a year ago, and he was um, fired because he was not in the right culture fit and was too hands off, is a quote from him. Um, No, from uh, Ryan Cohen, um, the chairman, um, one of the chairman guys pushed him out. This just seems like GameStop does not have their crap together, which is not a surprise to anybody. Uh, Now, Alex, you were a GameStop employee. Do you feel like anything has changed in GameStop since you were
1: there? And I know it's been a while. As far as I can tell, it's probably gotten worse. A lot worse. And that's why people are leaving. That's why plenty of people left around like right after i left i i left because of not because of gamestop but because it's a dead-end job but um but also like uh like people left um because uh that's when a lot of the changes start happening yeah um like around 2016 um and people stuck through it like people we know stuck through it and then when COVID happened like they count themselves as the essential business, which is scummy. Um, They, uh, because they sell keyboard and mice, technically they're essential. Um, So yeah, there's that. Um, Yeah. I don't know. It just seems like that, that company overall has just been going downhill um, for a long time. Um, Over here personally, where we're at, like, (laughs) where <laughs> it's kind of weird we have three game stops and they're each thriving more or less normally one of them eats the other one at this point but all three of them have existed for quite a while um and uh i don't know like when i worked there um uh, there wasn't really much competition it was like friendly competition if anything and, like, yeah, we had stuff where it's, like, yeah, you better, you, you should get your numbers up and this kind of this stuff. But, like, it wasn't, like, a fireable offense, or at least around here. Um, now, it could be maybe in other places where they take their stuff more seriously. Um, but around here, at least, when I was working, like, it wasn't, um, I don't know. Like, they took the job seriously, but as long as you were actually hardworking and stuff, you were fine. Um but then they also take into account of like, oh, you're part time versus full time. But honestly, everyone was pretty much part time there except two people, yeah. which is ridiculous. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. GameStop isn't a good place, um, well, and they're continuing to be worse. What well, I also feel like in the in, like
0: now, <clears throat> it, it's very much competitive. Um, you know, we've yeah. got we've got friends that are still there in GameStop, and I feel like now it's always like, we, we got to do this. We got to do this. We got to do this. We don't do this mm-hmm. or these numbers get down, you know, then you're gone. Um,
1: yeah.
0: you know, coming from a, um, a business and corporate sales. Yeah. That seems to be the overall thing. Um, but even when you were talking about the COVID, um, you know, that was super scummy. I think it was Boston. I can't remember where it was. I guess the mayor showed up with the police saying, you will shut your doors and lock your doors. And the guy running the GameStop was freaking out that he was going to get fired. You know, it was like, they're telling me to stay open. We sell this we're essential. Like the the mayor's like, you have like two seconds to close your store down. Or I'm going to arrest you. Um, and then he called into GameStop and was not happy. But like you do not stay open. Okay. Um, I remember watching videos of how pissed he was. He was a, he was pissed. Yeah, uh, you know. I think since the the guy that has, has took it over now is taking it over, I think it's just gone downhill. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I don't think their shipping process is any better. I think it's far worse now. Uh, yep. Uh, last year, I was ordering things because they had really good sales online. One time, I got like three extra things in a box that I didn't order. You know, but then other times you're missing stuff or, you know, the biggest pet peeve I had, and I know they still do this, is when you buy a new product and um, they have to open it up to put a case on the wall. And yeah. like that for years. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, well, that's not a new copy. Yeah, it is. It, it, we just had to open it up put it on the wall. That That has been forever, but that still annoys me. Um and after watching that documentary about the GameStop stock, um I felt like they had a little bit of hope, but I feel in the next couple of years we are not gonna have GameStops because the you're right, there's a ton of competition now.
1: Yeah. Tons. So supposedly what I've heard, um I don't know if we've talked about GameStop stuff um enough on this podcast. Um <laughs> so back with that thing that you were talking about, like, oh it's a new copy, it's whatever like gutted games or whatever. Like I understand how a consumer would see it as not new. I also see how it isn't, it technically is still kind of new. It's like a, like it should be 10% off type thing. Um If it is a store copy, right. like a floor copy, I mean, Um because like, as far as I know, our ones here, we never touched those discs. We just put it in the sleeve and that was it along with all the DLC stuff that was supposed to be in there. Um, So the games were never played. But, um, yeah, I get it from both ways, but it should be, like, discounted or something. Um, But uh, the thing that I've heard, um, there's a thing where you could do something... I forget what it was necessarily called. You could basically rent games from GameStop if you work there. And you could... uh, borrow games from there and uh, you would have like so many days to have it and bring it back and like the idea was for it was like oh you want to play this game and we want you to get um familiar with call of duty because you're lacking call of duty skills or whatever so here, play the last one, and then you should know what to talk about to hype other people up for the next one. And the way my GameStops worked is that they were always uh, used copies um, that we would always take. What I've found out in the recent years is that other GameStops are not here. Um, those like gutted games, you could borrow those and just take those from GameStop. So they were used, um, the new games that they were selling. Um, which is complete BS. I know ours didn't do that. I don't know if that's still a thing currently. Like, um, like I'm, I'm sure borrowing games and stuff is right, a thing. Right, right. But, um, like, I don't know, like, if it was ever against store policy or maybe it was just something local that we were all just like, this is stupid. Um, so we just didn't enforce it. But, um, yeah, it's, it, it's just more scumminess stuff here. Um, and the scummiest part about all this stuff, the story... <clears throat> it's not just GameStop employees. It's um, Game Informer, mostly online version. Game Informer people. Um, as far as I know, all the paper people have stayed um, for the actual magazine. Um, but uh, yeah, there there are a ton of people there, and the reason why they got rid of all these people um, so they can uh, get into the blockchain and uh NFTs and all this other stuff, which they did announce yesterday, I think. Uh they GameStop announced MFT stuff and honestly like kinda kinda don't wanna support GameStop ever nope. again because of nope. NFTs. And well, like, NFTs are just a huge scam. And GameStop with their meme money that they just got from all the from uh you know the Reddit market. <laughs> um they're like, you know what, we're going to use all this stock and all this mean, mean money and uh, we're going to invest in something that's already clearly dying and everyone knows is a scam and it looks like a scam, probably is a scam. Like that market is crashing currently and you're just now trying to get into it. And that's like the reason why you uh, fired um, all of these people. Like I I saw some people talk about it like online and stuff and like getting fired. Okay, yeah, that happens. Getting fired because GameStop is going into NFTs. Now that's BS. It's funny you say that.
0: So I went to their website and um, so they have the GameStop NFTs. And when you click on it, you can explore or create. Uh, And they've got all these ones here. You can buy, sell and trade on here. Um, I I don't agree with NFTs. I think it's a waste. It, it's not a market. I feel that is gonna blow up. I feel like it's the a my market. markets
1: are already crashing. Yeah, currently. It's uh, same thing with um, uh, uh, like I don't know cryptocurrency and stuff. Like it's all slowly deteriorating. Well, and I feel like, um,
0: you know, looking at their stock now. I remember when their stock was like really, really low. Uh their stock now is like 137 a share. You know? Uh and it started to level out. Like it was at a they had a peak um a little bit here today, but um you know, they they they're they're like a roller coaster. Um and like I, I will say, if you ever get the chance to watch that documentary about how these people figured this stuff out, it, you do need to watch it. Um, you know, first off, if you're going to get in, and if you got into NFTs, you need to get in right as it started blowing up. Make your money and get out. Yep. And, and GameStop didn't do that. They were like, oh, we're going to do it now with NFTs and all the crypto stuff is dropping, like you said. Um you know, I don't get it. I really don't get their their thought process. And I know at one point, Reggie Fizime was sitting on their board and was throwing out ideas. And they're like, you know what? We're just not really ready for new ideas. So he walked. Um, yep. How are you not going to take an industry leader that brought Nintendo back to where there was? And he literally was a rock star. Even now he's a yep. rock star. Mm -hmm. And so he's established himself and then when he's giving you ideas to bring your brand back and you're like, nah, I'm good. Uh, You know, my other question is, is what happened to that deal with Xbox? Do you remember that?
1: Oh, where you could like rent an Xbox or something, like pay for it through them and like all this other stuff. Yeah, I vaguely remember that stuff. That probably stopped when the meme money skyrocketed. Um, I want to say that happened. That was announced shortly before um, the stocks market changed. I mean, you can
0: still buy an Xbox Series X and then make payments on it. But it's not through GameStop at all. It's through another company. Um, Yeah. You know, I I enjoy going to GameStop. I'm not going to knock them. Sometimes they have really good sales. But to me, this doesn't seem like a good marketing strategy at all. Uh, yep. And then to put all of your eggs in one basket for NFTs is asking for you to go to bankrupt. Um, yep. I'm trying to see what this means about
1: um what, what happens to people in the stores. Well, I know a bunch of people in the stores got laid off too. I'm pretty sure. You
0: know what's well. crazy
1: is uh, the company has made more than uh, 600
0: corporate hires since the start of 2021. 600 corporate. Wow. That's a huge turnover. Huge, huge turnover.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, Because people keep either getting fired or leave because they're afraid of getting fired, and, like, I don't blame them. No. I mean, if I got an offer today to work with GameStop, I wouldn't do it
0: because of the fact of how they do business. Yeah. Um, I mean I can tell you right now that we know people that work there now and they've – I don't know how many district managers or regional managers they've had in the last year. It's ridiculous.
1: Um, it's because they keep changing the – as far as I remember, like they keep changing and cookie-cuttering the districts because so many managers are disappearing. So they're like, just kidding. You're actually in this district now with 10 more people. Yeah. Okay.
0: I mean, I mean, you know, and I, I, I will admit, I sometimes go and like reserve games there because it's nice because I can put, you know, $5, $10 down, right? Yeah. And then just make payments on it.
1: The only time I have ever, nowadays, the only time I really reserve or do anything like that is for a console. So, yeah. because I know like I'm going to get the console here it's going to come here. I'm not going to get it stolen off my porch. Um so like yeah, that's why I I like going to a store to get a console. Um everything else, yeah, I could either get online or I'll just pick it up at Target or Walmart, yeah. honestly. Yeah.
0: And I think that's the way to do it or like special editions. Um if it's a really hard to get special edition, you you should I mean that's when I reserve it there. But now yeah. Amazon's doing reservations. Mm-hmm. Um, Target's doing... Everybody's doing reservations now. For so,
1: Nintendo, with the latest um, Xenoblade Chronicles Special Edition, you could only get it through Nintendo's website if you were um, if you had a Nintendo account, I believe. See, and I think that's what we're going to move to, is, like, I was at a GameStop not too
0: long ago after they announced the new Switch, um, the new OLED, and I said, hey, are you guys reserving it? They go, nope, we have nothing on it yet. I'm like, that's kind of weird, because... When I was on their website, it said you could reserve it. And you know the, the people they had there, the Nintendo website, Best Buy and Target, GameStop mm-hmm. was not on that list. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and that goes to kind of show you a little bit there where they're at and with other everyone else. Um, Nintendo is very big of getting it out to who they need to get it to, um, but they didn't pick GameStop. The list there, there was no GameStop whatsoever. It was um, Target, it was Best Buy, and that's it. And then them. And you could buy it from theirs.
1: Best Buy is getting big for games in the past few years with like uh, their limited run game exclusive deal and all that kind of stuff. So, like, Best Buy is a good place to buy video games if you haven't already. Um, because, yeah, you can just get the regular versions of Limit Run Games. There's Fangamer. Uh, I remember when it was Fangamer.net, but it's fam, yeah. Fangamer.com now. Uh, like, their merch and stuff, so, like, where they have, like, the vinyl. I, I don't know if uh, Best Buy has these, but, like, uh, for example, Fangamer has, like, vinyls of, like, video game soundtracks. Um, they have, like, Banjo-Kazooie merch. They have, like, random just stuff like that. Um, that's where I got my Earthbound book, uh or my mother yeah, my mother three book.
0: I will I will tell you back.
1: I will tell you that I was in a Best Buy
0: um over last this last weekend. I hadn't been in one in a while. And uh, you know, they had all these things that you could reserve, right? And I was looking at mm-hmm. the list. So Castlevania Anniversary Edition that was mm-hmm. a limited run a while back. Yeah, uh, you can get it on Switch, you can get it on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. And it's like that single version. It's not like the giant versions they had. Yeah. But you still, still get. Still, you're getting the physical one. You're yeah. getting a limited run. And yeah. it, with them as well, it's very limited there. Yeah. Um, they did River City Girls there, mm-hmm. uh, which was a huge one that you couldn't find anywhere.
1: Yeah, it was awesome.
0: Yeah, and if you look, it, it, it's the same one that Limited Run was doing. Yep. And it goes up at the same value. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, to me, to be able to walk into a store, and I know Limited Run's got, like, physical stores. Yeah, there's, like, a couple of them. Yeah, they're not here in Indiana. So, um, but, yeah, for me to see that they were reserving a specific console, and they have a brand new console coming out, and that you cannot reserve it at GameStop was telling me something. Uh, And also the fact that they didn't get the contract for the Limited Run, you know? Yeah. I would think a game store would be number one to get limited run games. Instead, it's Best Buy. You would think. Yeah. yeah. I I think GameStop is going to have a rough couple of years. Uh, and like I said, we have friends that work there, and I have no beef against them. Um, no. Personally, uh, I like going in there. Um, mm. But I feel like we're going to run into a time where there are no more GameStops. You know? I know it's... The guy, yeah. that, the guy that bought it was playing it was to take it all online. That didn't work very mm-hmm. well. I think this NFT stuff is going to bite him in the butt.
1: And then for a while, I remember uh, GameStop's were going to become the game store. It was going to become like a hangout place um, where you could play cards, but then also just like play games in the back and all of that and hang out. Um, and then whatever happened to that, that never happens. Well, they so. had tournaments.
0: They had tournaments they were going to do. They had like, you know, They were going to sell old, they were going to sell like, you know, old school consoles and stuff like that. I think Mm -hmm. the big thing was, is like, that would have rejuvenated GameStops to make it not just a place to go and buy video games, but to hang out uh, and like enter tournaments and do that. If you look, a lot of these local game stores, uh, the small ones that people open, they do tournaments all the time. Yeah. They do a buy in. It's really cheap. It's like $5, dollars Yep. And then you're put in a pool and then you play. And then if you win, there's a really good prize. Yep. Um, You know, it's great business because they're in your store now. And then people that are there can, you know, either buy snacks or, you know, maybe they want to buy something else. That program, I was like, okay, so that's good. They're, they're really kind of doing that. And then they were going to sell more retro stuff in their stores. And then that yeah. never happened,
1: you know? So, yeah, it was like two years ago when I went into a gamestop in Minnesota, and um they just randomly had just like three Super Nintendo games and a Super Nintendo controller, and I was like, "Hey, how do you have these?" <laughs> and they're like, "Oh yeah, when uh gamestop like when you scan them in, you know. They turn into, like, $9,999 so you don't sell it. And then you have to uh, send it over to get refurbished and all that kind of stuff. They weren't sending them in. They were just checking them themselves. And then they are just like, we're going to sell them. And, like, because, like, otherwise no one's going to get that product probably. And right. you can see the product right there. And they knew that they were legit. So, um, it's like, huh, okay. Didn't realize you could do that or something about district uh, manager or something like, Oh, we don't care. (laughs) I was like, all right. Well, and I have bought some NES
0: titles from their website. Mm -hmm. Um, I think you remember when I bought my GI Joe, the Atlanta, uh, the second one, like, and I said, Holy crap. I bought this for like $10. Yeah. Um, I think the crazy thing was, is I remember uh, we were talking about my duck tails that I bought from them it looks brand spanking new. Um, and so yeah. they did a really good job of cleaning them up, getting them look really good. Um, I do miss that from GameStop. And then at one point, they just clearance them all out. Uh, every now and then, you can maybe buy some Super Nintendo stuff, some N64, uh, yeah. but it's rare. It's really rare. Every now and then, they will have a Nintendo game. Uh, but when they were, the plan was they were going to get them in stores and you're going to be able to walk in there and either buy the newest Call of Duty and then like something retro you know mm-hmm. and that just never happened so I feel like this is just a long list of like you know their their ideas of like oh we're going to do this we're going to do this and it just never panned out never did not once
1: yep it's going to continue that way until they no longer exist
0: it'll be sad when it happens but it will happen eventually so man it got depressing at the end there didn't it
1: (laughs) got a little depressing
0: we do have a shout out of the week it is squares of the circle it is our buddy Zach it is his wrestling podcast Uh, great podcast I actually do listen to it um, I think that's a great conversation. It brings me back to the days when I would watch, you know, WCW was my big one I watched back in the day, you know, because it had Sting and Hollywood Hogan and the and the Wolfpack and all those guys. And, uh, you know, I haven't watched wrestling in years, but it is a great podcast. They are friends of the show. Definitely, if you were listening to this podcast, check them out as well. Uh, you know, we – have our YouTube channel uh, and it's doing very well. We're getting, we're, we're we're up past 200, which we never thought we would get to. Uh, So that is great. So keep going there and subscribing. um, It's going to be wonders there. Uh, Also with this podcast, the audio podcast, if you were wanting to, we are on every, just about every single place to get an audio podcast. We're on Google. We're on iTunes. We're on Amazon music. Spotify, I mean, you name it, we're on there. So definitely hit subscribe there, download our episodes. It's a great time. I don't think there's anything else for me. Um, Alex, do you have anything? Uh,
1: Not really anything except get at it. Get at it.